Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. As we come to our time in God's Word, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, please speak to us through your Word by your Holy Spirit. Help us to live lives wearing your new clothes for us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our reading is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 to 5, verse 2. So I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. When in life do you get a new set of clothes? Maybe you decide you need a fashion makeover, so you hit the shops and get a whole new wardrobe, a new look for a new you. Or when you started a new school, a new uniform perhaps, a new shirt, a jumper, maybe shoes, maybe even a tie and blazer. Or maybe it's new clothes when you start a new job. First day as a postman, you get your red shirt, your waterproof coat, your shorts, your boots, and off you go. It's new clothes for a new life. Well, when we become Christians, we get a new set of clothes. We get the clothes God gives us to wear. But we're not really talking about clothes. It's about how we live, how we behave. 
And in our passage today, Paul challenges us about whether we'll wear the new clothes or not, whether we'll change how we behave. We're in a section in Ephesians asking, so what now? After all this teaching in the first three chapters about what God has done for us, what happens next? We've seen some of the answers already over the last two Sundays. Uh, Ephesians 4 verse 1. We should live a life worthy of this calling with humility and unity. Ephesians 4 verse 15. We speak the truth in love to one another so that we can grow strong. But here, Paul starts to challenge us a bit. He, he points out some ways of life which are not appropriate. But also, he shows ways which fit perfectly. He's asking, will God's people wear God's new clothes? Now, some people might say, no one has any right to tell me how to live. We should all be free to, to choose how to live our own lives. And you Christians, you're, you're always trying to control everyone. Well, just to give a quick answer to that objection, I would say it's not only a modern and quite individualistic way of thinking, but it also isn't consistent because we do want some boundaries. We don't want people to be free to do whatever they like. We don't want freedom to drive a van into a crowd of pedestrians. We all want some boundaries really the issue is whether we like the boundaries or not and the trouble with Christianity is that many people don't like how the Bible says we should live so as we hear this challenge to change our behavior let's not just dismiss it but rather ask is there anything about it that we like do we like the clothes God is giving us to wear because you know what? I don't think they look so bad. Now, the idea of clothes comes in verses 22 to 24. Let's just look there first. Verse 22, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. Put off your old self. It's the idea of taking off some old clothes, they're corrupted, they're rotten, they're, they're doing you no good. So take them off. There's something better to put on. Verse 24, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Put on the new self. You've got a wonderful new outfit. Try it on for size. See how it fits. You'll look superb. And I think the rest of this passage tells us various important things about these clothes. But the question throughout is, will we put them on? Will we change our behavior to match who we now are? Will God's new people wear God's new clothes? So the first thing to say is that our new clothes come from being new within. This is verses 17 to 24. Our new clothes come from being new within. Now here's another before and after in the Christian life. And in both, we'll see that the way we live 
the clothes that we wear, they come from what's going on inside. Verse 17, so I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They must not live like they did before, not like the Gentiles, that's non-believers, not like the world around them. They're different now on the inside and so on the outside also. The old way of life, it was led by futility of thinking. And verse 18, they were darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God. And that inner thing, that leads to verse 19. They give themselves over to sensuality and indulgence and impurity and greed. The inner life is dark, so the outer life is self-indulgent. But the after picture for Christians is quite different. It's new now, verses 20 to 24. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. We've had a great change. We've, we've heard the teaching. We've heard the message. And we've been made new within. New hearts. New thinking. New desires. And so also we've been taught the way of life that matches our new clothes. They result from being new within. And I think this means two things for us. If you're new, you should wear the new clothes. But also if you're not new, you can't just put them on. If you're new, you should wear the new clothes. Think of a footballer who in the summer transfer window, he moves clubs. He goes from Arsenal to Manchester United. Various players have done that move. But he's got to then change his kit. He can't come out to play in an Arsenal kit anymore. And it's the same with us as Christians. If we're new, we should wear the new clothes. Our life should be different now. Different to the past. Different to society. Maybe it's worth thinking about if we have changed at all. Maybe it's worth thinking about if we are any different to all our friends at school, our neighbours on the street, our colleagues at work. If not, we should hear this as a challenge. If you are new, you should wear the new clothes. But also, if you're not new, you can't just put them on. I could do some Googling and get together all the parts of a very convincing police uniform. I could put it on and walk around pretending to be a policeman, but I wouldn't have become a policeman. I would have no real authority, and actually, I'd probably get into a fair bit of trouble. So it is with these clothes. You can try to put on God's new clothes, but really, you won't be made new. I imagine you might have felt that frustration already, trying to change, but failing. Because you need the change in your heart first. If you're not a believer and you want to change, don't just try harder. First, come to Jesus and let him make you new. If you want to know more about how to do that, just ask any Christian you know. They will love to help you. Our new clothes... They come from being new within. Our second point 
is that our new clothes are for building up the church. This is from verses 25 to 32. Our new clothes are for building up the church. Now, as with all of Ephesians, these instructions that Paul now gives are related to the fact that we're all members of the church family. We're part of God's people, God's temple. And so the way that we behave towards each other, it really matters. Our new clothes are for building up the church. Now, from verse 25 onwards, there's a list of various specific things. But I think that they're all either doing good or doing harm, building up the church or tearing it down. Verse 25. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. So in the church, there should be no lying. We're about truth because truth will build up the church, but lies will tear it down. And we know that's true, don't we? Lies, they cause so much harm. How many friendships have been ruined or relationships broken because someone lied? But on the other hand, though the truth can be hard to give or hard to receive, we never regret it. The truth is good for us. So let's be honest with each other. If you're late to meet someone from church, don't come up with an excuse. Just say why it happened and say sorry. And if someone has hurt you from church, don't pretend like nothing has happened. But speak truthfully and bring the issue to light. The church will be better off with the truth. It's part of the clothes we now wear. That's just one example, and there are loads more here. Verse 26, let anger go. Don't hold on to it. Don't let it fester. The bitterness will be used by the devil to divide us. Verse 28, contribute. Don't steal. Many of these instructions here are words-based because words are so important, but this one isn't. This is uh, about actions, but it's actually a perfect picture for the rest of the things here, because stealing is to take away and to cause harm, but the opposite is to work and have something to share. Our new clothes are about contributing. Verse 29, we do come back to speech. Put off the unwholesome talk. That was part of our old clothes. All that that speech which is just negative and grinding others down, complaining, grumbling, slandering, that stuff, it's just not pleasant. Gossip, vulgar joking stories is doing none of us any good. It's harming the church. We don't want it here. But on the other hand, we can use our speech to build others up. Like Rob was saying last week, speaking about the gospel, speaking about Jesus so that we can grow strong. But also just generally being positive and encouraging in our speech, commending people for things they've done, thanking each other for service, telling stories of love and faithfulness. This is what our new clothing looks like and this will do us so much good. Verse 30 says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. That's because he's doing the work of building up the church, so we don't want to go against him. Verse 31, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. It's more of the old clothes. They do no good. 
Now, you might say, we've, we've hardly got any of this sort of thing going on at Christchurch Forward. And, you know, maybe you might have a case. There's not much brawling, you know, except in creche, perhaps. But I think probably these sorts of things are here just well hidden. Things which tear down our church and maybe more subtle. People being discreetly divisive. People being passive aggressive. Let's just have none of it. Rather... Let's put on, verse 31, our new clothes, kindness, compassion, forgiveness. We won't all be perfect. Wrong things will still happen. But when we forgive, even then, the church will be built up. So I wonder, is there anything specific from this list that challenges you? If so, now is the time to say sorry and change our ways. Will God's new people wear God's new clothes? The final thing to say then is this. Our new clothes are like God's clothes. Our new clothes are like God's clothes. This idea is mentioned in verse 24. There it says we put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. But it's at the end of the passage that it's really developed. Verse 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. So why should we forgive others? Because God, our Father, has forgiven us through Christ. And it goes on, follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children... And live a life of love just as Christ loved us. Why do we love others? Because we're following Christ, the Son of God's example. And we've seen the Spirit is here too. Chapter 4, verse 30, we saw it. He's building up the people of God. And we should do just the same. So our new clothes are like God's clothes. I wonder if there's someone you want to dress like. Maybe it's Naomi Campbell or Emma Watson or David Beckham. Wouldn't it be a treat if they bumped into you one day and said, would you like to share my clothes? And and they got their tailor to come round and adjust them to fit you. Well, that's what's happening with God. He's our supermodel, but he gives his clothes to us. And by his spirit, he helps us to fit into them. And it comes out just right. And we get to dress like him. When I was in youth group at my church growing up, there was a new youth leader who had just recently become a Christian. And he was asked to help out in the group. But I couldn't quite get on with him. He was a bit annoying, a bit condescending sometimes. And look, I'm sure I was pretty hard to work with as well. But I think that perhaps being a young Christian, he was still wearing a lot of his old clothes, so to speak. But actually, I had reason to chat with him just the other day, many years later, and it struck me how much he had changed. He was so kind and gracious in our conversation and wise and godly and just miles ahead of me. And it occurred to me, here's someone who's put on the clothes and changed and is more like Christ and is a pleasure to be around and I want to do the same.
Our new clothes are like God's clothes. If we'll put them on, we get to look like God. Now may I speak again to those who don't believe but are joining us. I wonder what you think. I wonder whether actually to some this might be quite appealing. Many of us do want to change. We long for it. There's things about ourselves we don't like. We don't like the bitterness. We don't like the arguments. We don't like the anger, but we can't seem to get rid of them. Well, there's another way. When we come to God seeking forgiveness, he will forgive us, but also make us new. The truth of the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit can actually change you. And perhaps being part of a community where everyone is going through this process might be quite nice too. Isn't it the case that much of life and society, it just grinds us down? Competitiveness at work, insults at school, bitterness in the home, vulgar banter on the sports team. Maybe you're fed up with it. Well, there is another way. God brings us to a community that does things differently. Where we don't compete. Where we all rejoice in others doing well. Where we speak positively and encouragingly. Where when things go wrong, we don't get angry, but we can cope with it and we can forgive. Where those in need are not considered an annoying burden, but someone who we can sacrificially love perhaps that is a community you might like to be a part of but then I say to our church is this our community will God's new people wear God's new clothes Let's pray that that might be the case. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for your goodness and your grace to us. That you give us new clothes to wear. Please help us to change. Help us to build each other up in this church family. As we change our behaviour and grow more like you. In Jesus' name, Amen.